Hello, people of Earth! Welcome back to another episode of Third Eye Sifes. I'm your host, Natalia. And how are you doing? How are you doing? How about you just you sit here and you think about how how am I doing? Like internally, like don't just push it aside, like, yeah, I've been fine. Like, have you been fine? Are you okay? I hope you're okay. I hope you're doing all right. Um, if not, and you realize that you're not doing okay, then try to think about what you can do to be okay. And, um, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so, today we will be talking about, dun dun dun, you guessed it, because I mentioned in the last previous episode, the Hermetic Principles, guys. Now, the Hermetic Principles, the Hermetic Principles. Before I get into anything, why am I going to talk about this? Why am I going to talk about this? One, well, this podcast is about esoteric knowledge, spiritual stuff that I feel like would be useful and helpful to you guys. But not only that, my mission is to become my greatest self in order to help you guys to become your greatest self. Like, how can I help you become your greatest self if I'm not my greatest self? It's like taking advice to be rich from a poor man. Huh? Huh? Right? So, these are principles that, um, that if you really, you know, put to use, like, if you actually think about them to their most intense extent, they're extremely, they help you master the universe, basically. Like, literally. But before, before I get into things, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm talking about this because I want to help you become your greatest self, and I want you to master the reality in the universe that you're living in. Like, could you imagine, like, I know you were like, I already mastered this universe. But do you? Do you master this universe? Are you applying these principles? Because, now, what what are, what are the hermetic principles, right? So, wait, wait, am I, am I going too fast? Do I need to say anything else before any of this? No, 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 I don't need to say anything before this. Um, but, okay, now we got that out of the way. Um, yeah, so the hermetic principles, guys, there are seven hermetic principles. Now, where do they come from, right? Like, what, what is this? What are you even talking about? A lot of people, you like, a lot of you may have heard of this. Um, if you, you know, go deep into esoteric knowledge and stuff like that, this is very, like, surface level stuff. Like, not, I don't know if it's surface level, but I mean, a lot of people know about this, but a lot of people don't. Um, so these principles, hermetic principles, come from hermeticism. And hermeticism was like a, well, is, still is, um, but it's like a lineage of Gnosticism, which is like a collection of like ancient um, religious ideas and systems that were around during like the first and second century AD, like among early Christianity and like uh, Judaism or Judaism or whatever. Um, But these principles came from like something called the Kabbalion. Now, like, I don't think it was originally called the Kabbalion. I think it was, um, well, it was first published, uh, I think it's, like, the, the Corpus Hermeticum or something like that. Yeah, yeah, Corpus Hermeticum. And, um, it was, like, a series of letters that Hermes wrote to his disciple to enlighten him to kind of help him master the universe, right? Because he had you know, created these principles because he was, like, the master of the universe, right? Okay, so, (laughs) who is Hermes, right? Who is Hermes? If you've heard, um, of, okay, 
Hermes basically is Thoth or Thoth. I've been taught that his name is Thoth, but you know, potato, potato. People say Thoth, people say Thoth. But Thoth was the god of wisdom. Um, that's what Hermes was basically. And uh, Thoth was in Egypt. And this was like, he lived in Egypt and Atlantis supposedly for over 2,000 years. And the Egyptians made him their god. And Thoth. So, like, if you look in hieroglyphics, Thoth is the one with, like, the really long, like, bird beak. And he always has, like, a, a pen because he was a scribe. So, he was the one who wrote down all the knowledge. I think he was, like, the only one who could write or something like that. But he was the one who, like, literally kept track of all of their knowledge and wrote everything down. He was the one who did, like, the um, hieroglyphs, I guess. Um, and, yeah, so then later on, uh, after, like, Egypt fell and all that stuff, or, like, the ancient Egypt civilization, I guess, when that was around, um, the Greeks, like, kind of created their own version of him because I think he, like, went to Greece or something, and they made him a god, and they named him Hermes, the god of wisdom. So it's kind of, he's kind of like, you know, he's they're, they're the same person. And then, supposedly, um, the Romans made him Mercury, and he was, like, also the god of wisdom or something. It's crazy. It's crazy stuff. Like, he, he just, like, he lived for a really long time. But not everybody knows, like, if this was actually a real guy or if, like, he was actually a god or it's just kind of, like, a, a thing that people have in their heads, like, that they created. But anyways, these series of letters uh, became the, the Corpus Hermeticum, um, which was letters that Hermes wrote to his disciple. And um, they were lost, like they were just lost like buried gone forever but supposedly like the byzantine empire kept them i'm sorry i'm giving you guys like a history lesson the byzantine empire like kept them secret or something right and then they were later rediscovered and translated into latin by um the court of cosimo de, de, de medici i think that's what it is um who was the grandfather of lorenzo de medici who was the patron of Michelangelo and Da Vinci and, like, all the great artists and others of, like, the, the Italian Renaissance, right? Um, and then these letters, like, they got out there and they became so influential that they were actually a catalyst to the Italian Renaissance, um, thought and culture and stuff like that. So, like, it's really crazy. It's very powerful stuff and, like, it, it created a whole revolution. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of, like, a little history of, like, Doth and, like, what happened with the, the whole you know, um, Corpus Hermeticum and all that stuff. So they named him God, and then um, supposedly it could have also been, like, written by, like, maybe not him, but, like, a group of, like, authors that were, like, Platonistic or, like, Stoic Greeks or something like that. But, um, anyways, these teachings are found everywhere. Like, you can find, not, like, word for word exactly, but you're gonna... So as I talk about that, I'm going to, going to go through each of the seven um, principles, but you're going to notice that there's a pattern that they're all very one. It's kind of like different degrees of one principle in a way. Um, and these are universal laws, guys. This law of like, these are the laws of the universe. Like you think, well, okay. So like you come here and you're like, man, this earth has no rules. Like if you really think about it, like the only person who made rules is like a person, right? You didn't, you weren't born and then there were already rules or so you think, you know, but there's universal laws, like maybe not laws for you individually, but the way that the universe works runs on sets of laws. If you actually think about it, um, and I'll get more into that later, but, um, yeah, you can see it throughout all religions, like these kind of little philosophies that you'll notice everywhere and it's all around the world. 
everybody knows this stuff. Well, not everybody knows this stuff, but it's within everything. Um, so I guess we'll jump right into it. Um, let me take the heck off. So annoying. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, the the kind of beginning phrase, or I haven't read the Kabbalion, or like I haven't read this exactly but i've studied this enough to try to tell you about it well not try to tell you about it, to tell you about it guys i i think i like researched like maybe like 10 different websites i literally studied like 10 different websites and like i watched like a whole thing on it and i just i know enough that everybody knows enough kind of but not really so like okay okay <laughs> let's just let's just start all right so the the opening phrase is the principles of truth are seven this is in the Kabbalion. the principles of truth are seven he who knows these understandingly possesses the magic key before whose touch all the doors of the temple fly open i'll repeat that the principles of truth are seven he who knows these understandingly possesses the magic key before whose touch all the doors of the temple fly open. Okay. So let's start with the first principle. The first principle is mentalism. Now, if you guys are familiar with the law of attraction, I talk about it a lot. Um, vibration, energy, all that. This is all within that. This all comes from this, basically. So the principle of mentalism is kind of the, the main basis that uh, our thoughts create a reality that that but it goes and it's very interesting because you know it's a very you think it's a very easy concept to grasp but the principle of mentalism the first principle is actually the most difficult to to actually understand like no matter how easy it sounds like I was studying it and it's so funny because like when I first like first started studying it I was like oh yeah I know this thoughts create our reality but then like it just goes way deeper than that so before, before I get into it ahead of myself. The the phrase that this goes with, this is in the Kabbalion. So I'm going to mention each principle and then um, I'm going to say the, the phrase that's in the Kabbalion that, that opens up this, this principle. This phrase is, The all is mind. The universe is mental. I'll repeat that. The all is mind. The universe is mental. Now this is saying everything is mental in nature. Our thoughts create a reality. Everything is created by thought or mind. The essence of everything is mind. So, hmm, the all is mind. That means everything, this, what the saying is that everything is created through mind. Our, our reality is created by our thoughts because it comes from our mind, right? So thoughts are our mind. Um, are like okay a human being right like this table that i'm sitting at or like whatever you're sitting at whatever you're listening to headphones that you're listening to this the speaker that you listen to it's created because somebody thought about it and then created it like somebody came up with the idea like oh let's make a speaker oh let's make headphones oh let's make a table and then they made it their reality right it all started as an idea it all started in the mind now, if you go deeper than that, deeper than that, that's everything. That's everything in the material nature. The all is everything that we can possibly perceive. It was all created through mind. It all created, started from an idea. It all started in our heads. It all started as mind. 
But when you go deeper than that, if all is mind and everything was created through mental, we were also created through mental. Everything was, we also were included like in everything. We're also created from mind. All matter, energy, materials, all mental. The all is mind. The universe is mental. Everything being the all is created by a mental source. Now, what is that mental source? That's creation itself. God, you would say, source. So there is, and you may have heard this many times, that there is an all-being, an all-knowing, like, mind. An all-knowing mind. That mind is what created us, is what created everything. Everything is created from that mind. Because if we created these things, who created us? That mind. So that mind also created the things that we created because we're a part of that. So that's basically what the principle of mentalism is. Um, on the surface level, yes, our thoughts create a reality. We can create a reality through our thoughts. But it's, it's very intricate. I also read something yesterday that, like, I could understand, but I couldn't understand it to the point that I can, like, recite it back to you. Um, I think I was reading this on TheMedium.com, if you guys want to check it out. If you type in, like, the hermetic principles on uh, Medium.com. In the first principle of uh, mentalism, it said something like, I don't even want to try to explain it. <laughs> it's kind of, and it was crazy because you would think it's like, they're trying to tell you in a very easy way, but they were not trying to explain it in an easy way. They were going even deeper than one of us. I was like, wow, this is so crazy. But it goes so deep that once you master this one principle, you basically have it. You basically have it. If you want to look more into it, I would definitely look more into this principle specifically because it's very, it's very deep. So another phrase that's in this um, principle, like in this, I don't know if it goes by chapters or it just goes by like principles, but I feel like, you know, there's a principle per chapter probably. I, I have no idea. I haven't read it, guys. Um, but if you read it, please, like, please, please go inform me, inform me, enlighten me. Um, but yeah, so they say that, okay, so supposedly this is written in this, but then also like, one of the the hermetic priests also said this to like created this saying or whatever but he who grasps the truth of the mental nature of the universe is well advanced on the path to mastery so basically 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 what he's saying is that once you master this principle you're already well advanced on the path to mastery like this is once you grasp the principle of mentalism like, you're already, like, a hundred steps ahead. So, this is a very intricate principle, guys. Thoughts create your reality. All is mind. All is mind. It's not only your thoughts create your reality. It's all is mind. The essence of everything is mind. The underlying foundation of the universe is mental. Everything is created by thought or mind. Even our thought, like, our actions arise from our thoughts subconsciously. Our thoughts create our reality. What we think, we shall become. There's a saying that says, when we have the right thoughts, the right actions will follow. Everything starts from, from mind principle. Now, the second principle is the principle of correspondence. Now, the quote that opens this up is one of my favorites. As above, so below. As below so above 
Now, what this means, what this means is like the macrocosm, which is the totality, is a reflection of the microcosm. It's smaller units and vice versa. So what is on the outside is reflecting what is on the inside and vice versa. And this, this principle is very interesting because, you know, it's like as within, so without, right? What is within is what's outside. Our outer world mirrors our inner world. What is internal will manifest in the external. And this principle is used to study very like complex situations or problems. Because if something's so big that we can't even imagine how to figure it out, what we do is we study the smaller things that we know that we can study because those smaller units that make up that whole is the whole is the reflection of that. So if we can understand the smaller units, we'll understand the whole part. So this principle goes along with um, the planes. Now, before, like to explain this, so Hermes, right? Let's, let's backtrack back to the history. The, the Hermetica, Corpus Hermeticum, right? It, um, it was originally, or the Kabbalion, was originally published under like a Suedo name or uh, whatever. It was under, published under like the three initiates, right? Those were the people who wrote it. Supposedly it was like three people or, or nobody knows, the three initiates. But these three initiates are more to title or explain the three planes of existence and it's very that the three planes of existence are a very important feature or like theme in in these principles and also hermes hermit his name was like hermes um tri trimedicus or like tri trimistagestus <laughs> i don't even you can look it up guys trimedicus i don't really trismegestus i don't know but it means the th like three great three times great and then the Kabbalion was posted under the three initiates right and hermes name was like hermes trismegistus i think that's what it was trismegistus or something like that um but anyways it means that he was three times great but these three times great these three initiates go in correspondence <laughs> the principle of correspondence with the three planes of existence, which are physical, mental, and spiritual. Those are the three planes of existence as we know it. Um, there's like, I think this is like the main ones, but there's like different planes in between. It's kind of like, you know, dimensions and stuff like that. But, um, so this principle of correspondence mainly talks about these three planes and how they're not separate, but one in the same resting like atop each other or like within each other kind of like you know within the same dimension i think i've mentioned this in one of my previous episodes how all dimension like all dimensions are existing in the same place just on different frequencies it's kind of like that so all planes the physical the mental um and the spiritual are all within the same realm just on on different frequencies i guess you could say um so what this principle is saying is that they're not separate and by observing one, we could observe the other. So it's with looking within, so like looking within our, you know, mental, we can see how we're doing spiritually or looking to our spiritual, we can see how we're doing mentally. Physically, we can see how we're doing mentally. It kind of just all goes hand in hand. If we study one, whatever we can grasp, if we study that, we'll be able to understand the, the other stuff, you know, that's within us. 
Okay, so that was that. As above, so below. As below, so above. The third principle is vibration. The principle of vibration. The opening phrase. Nothing rests. Everything moves. Everything vibrates. This is one of my favorite quotes, too. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's vibes, guys. It's vibes. Everything vibrates. Everything is energy vibrating. Even energy vibrates. Everything is vibration. Everything vibrates at different frequencies. Science verifies this. So, I've talked about this. Everything is vibration. Everything is made up of these atoms that are vibrating and etc, etc, right? Everything is vibrating. And depending on the frequency, um, it depends on how dense it is. You know, like, the, the denser it is. So, like, the faster something's vibrating, right? So, it's like if something's spinning. Like, if you see a spinning wheel and it's spinning so fast, it looks like it's staying still, right? It looks like it's at rest. But it's actually just spinning extremely fast. Same thing goes for just vibrations of things going slowly. It It's vibrating so slowly that it makes it look like it's not moving at all. It's also at rest. Um, it, everything comes together, guys. <laughs> when I, I want to keep, like, interlocking these these principles, but I haven't got to the further ones. So, But I will when I get to the further ones. Um, so, yeah, science verifies this. Everything is vibration. And... The degrees of vibration vary between spirit and the grossest form of matter. So it's, again, like the physical, mental, and spiritual. So spiritual being like the highest and then the physical being the lowest, the grossest, the grossest form of matter, which is like the most dense thing possible, opposed to the thing that's vibrating extremely fast, which would be spirit, right? So there are degrees of vibration in between those two things. Now, I'm going to talk about, um, I think it's the next principle, the principle of polarity. And um, it's kind of like that, two extremes, right? It's a pole, the, the grossest form of matter, and then the, like the highest form, which is spirit. So everything, all the vibrations run in between that. So this is also true um, for the three planes, the physical, mental, and spiritual. So like, for example, the, the mental, the emotional chart that I posted on my Instagram last week um, that I mentioned in like the last episode, right? Um, it's on my Instagram if you want to check it out. Uh, now but um basically it shows like the different vibrational frequencies that match our emotions so it's showing that you know our thoughts are a vibration right um everything is vibration including our thoughts which are e our emotions so like there's an entire emotional scale of vibration and that's all mental that's all mental um spiritual degrees of vibration i feel like those are like those are just like to you know you have to be there to understand you know what I mean it's kind of like understanding God like you can't understand God because like he's inconceivable so it's like the vibration that you're resonating on that's what you can understand I mentioned I've probably I've talked about this in my last episode you can only understand what you vibrate on but um so that's probably like spiritual you know levels of vibration but um that also goes for physical you know depending on how like light, for example, depending on how the the energy is vibrating depends on the color that it's like emitting or like, you know what I mean, you know what I mean. Um, so yeah, that's that. The principle of vibration, um, everything vibrates. Uh, there's different degrees of vibration depending on, well, the frequency that it's resonating on. And then um, this is also true for all three planes. And that's that. So, dun, dun, dun. 
the fourth principle is the principle of polarity. I mentioned this last one, but let's dive more deep into it. Um, the opening statement for this is everything is dual. Everything has poles. Everything has its pair of opposites. Like and unlike are the same. Opposites are identical in nature, but different in degree. Extremes meet. All truths are but half-truths. All paradoxes may be reconciled. So this is kind of like yin and yang, guys. It's like two, two halves make up the whole. Black and white are both color, I guess you could say. Like... It's, it's yin and yang, guys. So we live, so like, since duality, like two things, two halves make up the same whole. Um, and we live in duality. We live in like polarity consciousness. I think I mentioned this before. Um, you know, we have left, right, up, down, black, white, uh, right, left. I don't know if I said that already, but you know what I mean. Um, that's polarity consciousness, right? Seeing, seeing two things as separate, you know, opposites. But um, they're actually one whole. So duality is unity in in secret, undercover. Um, everything is the same in nature, but different in degree. So that's what I mean about like, um, for example, hot and cold, right? Hot and cold are both temperatures, but they just different, differ in degree. So like, and this kind of goes with like, uh, you know, all three planes, you know, physical mental spiritual it, it kind of like comes around right so like water right you freeze it that becomes matter ice you freeze it right ice is matter but then if you boil water it becomes vapor that's spirit so like and i think the, the, i'm pretty sure this is alchemy um but this is like the hermetic principles like you know those hermes was an alchemist you know the alchemists studied these principles in order to master the universe and and create gold from nothing um i'll, go, I'll get into that later but that's well that's basically what that is this is it's the principle of polarity so it's two extremes of the same pole right so hot and cold they're both temperatures that's the same pole but hot is on one end cold is on the other it's the same pole and this is what i mentioned back in um what was it the principle of uh the principle of correspondence and um so yeah it's just two two halves of the the same whole same pole two extremes of the same pole and they say understanding this is true alchemy knowing that they are one in the same can like you can transmute one extreme to the other and also it's mental alchemy right so like knowing that good and bad are of the same thing and happiness and sadness are of the same thing. If you're sad, you can instantly move to happy because you know it's of the same thing. It's all mental. All is mind, right? It's all, it all comes together, right? That's mental alchemy. Being able to not be pulled in directions randomly. Like being in control, being in complete awareness of all the principles of the universe. You can master yourself and everything around you. So once you transmute one extreme to the other, that's that's alchemy. They turn, I don't know, what did, what did they turn in gold? It was like basic, basic metal. I don't know what kind of metal it was, but that was like the truest, like alchemist's secret, you know, turning it to gold. You could turn it to gold because they understood the, the principle of correspondence, that it's all one and the same. It's just one extreme of the same pole. 
Next, principle five, the principle of rhythm. And yes, I'm reading this off notes, guys, because you, you know, I can't, I can't recite this from the top of my head. If I can recite this from the top of my head, man, I'm just, I'm just up there, guys. But, um, you know, if I actually, you know, studied and like, well, like studied, studied, like for a long time, not for a long time, depending on like how fast I study, but like, it can be like deep engraved in my brain, but I wouldn't be able to say all this from the top of my head. I just kind of have like keynotes and then I kind of just hit it off from there. Um, so yeah, we have the law of rhythm and the quote is everything flows out and in. Everything has its tides. Everything rises and falls. All things rise and fall. Sorry. Everything flows out and in. Everything has its tides. All things rise and fall. The pendulum swing manifests in everything. The measure of the swing to the right is the measure of the swing to the left. Rhythm compensates. So this is the principle of rhythm. Now this is saying that what goes up must come down. What flows in must flow out. What swings forward will swing back. Everything exists in measured motion. So if something goes one way, it has to come back the other. That's just the way the universe works. It's gravity. It's what's up, what goes up must come down. This is the principle of rhythm, right? It's also, it also represents like cycle, like the cycle of life. You're born, you die, right? That's a cycle, life, death, creation, destruction, rising, falling. Now, what the alchemist did, and in order to master this, right? You understand that you can polarize yourself. It's the pendulum swings, right? It swings between two extremes, from right to left, back to, back to the, the principle of polarity, right? It sh- swings from one end to the other. And in between, this also goes with the law of vibration. In between, there's different degrees, right? So, once you understand you can polarize yourself, that you're only swinging from one extreme to another. You'll know how to neutralize. The masters practiced neutralization. With heightened awareness of this, you can rise above the swings. This is also mental alchemy. Rising above it. Choosing consciously, which is neutralizing it. So it's like what I said with the, um, with the emotional chart, you know? And the being happy and sad. They're two, they're two extremes of the same pole, right? So you can go from happy to sad because it's the same thing. It's all mental. Choosing consciously, using the mental, using your free will. Free will is a big thing in the, in the hermetic uh, principles. I didn't mention it because, you know, there's just like, there's controversy on free will. There's controversy on so many things like chakras and all that stuff. That's why, like, I don't like to touch them much unless I know for sure or, like, I'm just here to kind of debate them with myself to you, I guess. But um, free will is basically, like, you know, we have the right to choose whatever we want. We have free will. We can do whatever we want. But what I say is that everything is already predetermined, you know, by that, that one source mind. I think I'm in, I don't know which episode I mentioned this in. But, um... That, you know, when we came into this reality, we know what we signed up for. Our whole life is already planned out for us. I don't know this for a fact. So I can't say that free will exists or not. And I can't say that it doesn't. You know what I mean? So, anyways, free will is a big thing in here. Um, That you can choose consciously using your mental. 
and neutralize yourself. You don't, you can rise above the pendulum swing, this universal law of like highs and lows, rise and falls. It's kind of like what the Tao says. Um, can I quote this? <laughs> I'm like, wait, can I quote this? Um, basically, I don't know it word for word. There's a verse in the Tao that says that the sage is not bothered by, by highs and lows. This isn't word for word or like, bad and good you know creation destruction he's unfazed by it he rises above it he doesn't let that that the universal law of the rhythm the pendulum swing him back and forth from if you're rich you're extremely happy right and then poverty you're extremely depressed like you can rise above that you don't have to you know the the ups and the downs it's gonna happen it's gonna happen because it's universal law it's the the principle of rhythm it's going to happen because that's what it is. But you yourself as the alchemist can rise above that by neutralizing yourself and not letting it swing you personally back and forth between. And then this all goes like all of this ties into, you know, the situation that we're in right now. This is why I'm talking about this, guys, so that, you know, I see so many people losing themselves within this. And I'm trying to help you guys remember who you are and how to master yourselves in situations like this. Yes, you can master yourself throughout the day, throughout regular life. You know, you can study this and, and be on like, you know, your, your study shit or whatever the fuck. Uh, I tried not to curse in this episode. Sorry, guys. That was fun. Excuse me, kids, if you're listening. Um, but... When in times of chaos, people lose that. People lose that, that, um, how do you say, you know, uh, not perseverance, but like self, self-control. They lose themselves and they get lost in the chaos and they're like, oh, what are we going to do? Like, remember what you were studying? Like, aren't you trying to master yourself? Like, this is the worst time. Like, what are you doing? You're just backtracking, right? So anyways, um. Yeah, I'm trying to get you to master yourself, guys, and it's all, it all ties into this, this, are you going to let this situation, something like this, this low, this low of society, of, of the economy, let you personally, like, swing you to the right, swing you to the left? Are you going to be dragged along with it, or are you going to rise above it and neutralize yourself like a true alchemist? That's what this is saying. Next, principle six. The principle of cause and effect. All of these all of these principles just tie into each other. The opening phrase for this is every cause has its effect. Every effect has its cause. Everything happens according to law. Chance is but a name for law unrecognized. There are many planes of causation, but nothing escapes the law. This is like what I say, guys. There are no coincidences in the universe. Everything is happening because of the universal laws. It's cause and effect. The pendulum swing back and forth. The principle of polarity. All is mind. The principle of correspondence. The principle of mentalism. There are no accidents in the universe. It all goes by law. Nothing escapes the law. Everything is governed by these. Now, once you master this, you can move out of the the cyclic karma. The, you know, how I say, if you don't fix something, it'll 
it'll keep coming back to you basically. Once you master that, you know, there's cause and effect that something's happening because of something else that happened, then you can understand that cycle and then you can move out of it. Now, how do you do this? You become the cause, not the effect. Everybody is in victim mode. Everybody, not everybody, but the average person is in effect. They're the victim of something that happened to them. Or they're, in, they're the constant victim of something that's happening. Be it their emotions, their desires, other people. Well, I did this because that person did that. Subconscious programming, your past lives, heredity, the weather, astrology. These are all things to be victims of that we're all like, oh, well, I do this only because I'm a cancer. Or like, I did this because I, I was raised that way. Or like, oh, that's how my family always did it. Like we're in effect mode. We're in the, oh, like I'm already programmed. Like it's just, I'm just like this because of something else that happened. Now, if you master this, you become the cause and not the effect. You realize you create your reality and you play the game instead of being played, instead of being a pawn and moved around. You're the one who's doing the moving around. You're the master of the reality now. This is mastering your mind. Once you master your mind, your mental, then you can go into the emotional. Master your emotions, your desires. By doing that, and you realize that, you can master your body, master your appetites, your cravings. So, it's all about moving out of that pendulum swing, realizing that everything is cause and effect, that everything is happening because of something else. The pendulum, just look at it as the pendulum swinging, the rising and falling. It's going to go up and it's going to go down. It's going down because it went up and et cetera, et cetera. It's going to keep going. So we have to move out of the karm that karmic cycle, rise above it. It's going to keep happening. It's going to happen. It's universal law. But it's acknowledging it and moving above it, becoming the master. It's like looking at like you're the puppet master, right? And you're the one controlling the puppets instead of being the puppet. Next and last principle, the principle of gender. Principle of gender, guys. Opening statement for this is gender is in everything. Everything has its masculine and feminine principles. Gen gender manifests on all planes. So, this is basically saying that gender itself exists on all planes. That's a very interesting concept for me because, okay, the physical I can see, the mental I can see, spiritual. Spiritual, I guess you can think of energy, like there's masculine and feminine energy. Um, like, I guess you can say that. But is energy actually spiritual or physical is the thing? that I want to know and like on higher planes of consciousness ones that we cannot perceive does gender also exist because I see gender you know the two halves of the same whole it's living in duality but then duality is actually unity 
So is there actually no duality? And since there is no duality, then yeah, gender can ex- can be on all planes. Because on the highest plane, of course, it's unity. It's unity consciousness. But since two halves of the whole is still unity, two halves is still unity, black and white is still unity, then black and white can still exist on the higher planes. Because it's still unity. Huh. I guess. Okay. You know, I thought about that for a while. I was like, but is this? But I see, I see how it can, I can, it can be. So yes, um, masculine and feminine principles exist on all planes. Um, and physical, we have male and female people, physical people. We have the right brain and the left brain that's mental. Um, you know, the right brain's more creative, more artistic, more outward, extrovert, right? Masculine's more logical, mathematical, introvert, I guess you could say. But it's not just sex in nature. It goes on al- it goes along with the polarity. It's not it's not male and female. Like sorry kids if you're listening to this, I highly doubt it, but you know, it's well but this is anatomy. It's penis and vagina. It's not just that. Masculine and feminine are are in nature, not just physical physicality that's a word (laughs) um everyone has both female and male qualities so like okay this is like and you know it's so funny after studying this i can kind of understand um you know like the non-binary or you know those kind of people i don't well you know the people who claim non-binary and the other stuff i don't know what the other stuff is that's just the only one that comes to my head and i don't even know what that means but i know that like you know, some people, like trans people, there's males, like physically males, who in their head believe that they're female, and vice versa. So, because they're physically male, right, you're gonna be like, no, 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 you're like, you're a guy, you're physically a guy, so you're a guy, right? So, think about it like this, right? And I literally could not understand, I couldn't understand it before until I studied this, and now I, I can, I can kind of understand it. But, um, because I, I wanted to understand it on, like, a, on a more spiritual level. Like, how is it that, like, is it, like, a female soul in a male's body? Like, is that how it works? But I kind of understand it now once I understand the principle of gender, right? So, the universe itself, right? So, everything has these two things, the masculine and the feminine. Like, uh, you know, cells. There's, like, the sperm and the egg. There's physical females and physical males that's that's a human thing humans have female and male but as humans ourselves we both also have female and male everybody has both male and female qualities this is the right brain and the left brain the left brain you could say is masculine energy the right brain you could say is feminine energy right this was like the first the masculine feminine energy was like kind of the first thing i learned in spirituality like i told you in one of my episodes like i came on spirituality well, not spirituality itself, but, like, consciousness and all that stuff through Spirit Science, which is a YouTube channel. If you have not checked it out yet, go ahead. I've watched them from, like, when they first started. So, like, their beginning videos is, like, what I watch. Like, right brain, left brain, feminine energy, masculine energy, whatever. But, so, and I study right brain, left brain stuff in psychology. It's, like, easy psychology. Um... Since individual, like, each of us individually have both male and female qualities, that right brain and the left brain, 
we are both male and female on the inside. We're both, like, we're all androgynous, I guess you could say. And, but humanity itself has the male and the female, but us ourselves have the male and the female. Now, some people have more feminine energy and some people have more masculine energy. That's just how it is. I wonder if because we are physically like we are raised physically male right and physically female that we have more of these female and physical like male attributes right so like guys you're born a guy so then like you're raised to act like a guy you know how we perceive males to be so that's why we kind of keep this cycle going of like males act this way and females act this way and we acknowledge that we're male and we acknowledge that we're female instead of embracing also the female. That's why males also are so turned down on their emotions and they're, they're forced to hide their emotions inside and not be able to express their artistic side and their creative side and their emotional side because that's more feminine energy. And you're a male so you have to stick to your masculine energy which is not true. This throws us off balance. Too much of the other throws off balance. So masculine energy, yeah. Penetrative, assertive, progressive, logical, like I said. Feminine, sacred, protective, receptive, creative. And you can see this dance between the two within us. So like, while I'm working, I'll be logical. I'll be doing math. You know, I'll do everything in kind of statistical ways and and categories and and very you know square 90 degree but then when I'm creating art you know I'm going everywhere I'm making curves everywhere like artistic you know emotional I'm, I'm crying I'm feeling beautiful inside I'm feeling everything you know that's the emotional side so we kind of move in between it's like the pendulum swing the law the principle of rhythm we move side to side we go through these emotions this dance, this dance is good, I guess you could say. <laughs> Instead of sticking on one side, too much of the either throws off, off balance. So it's, it's balance. Everything is balanced. To balance those energies between us. To not swing too far on one side and stay there, but swing back to the other. Or rise above it. <laughs> so this is the last principle. This is the last principle, the seventh principle of gender. And it is said to see in between is to be using all seven principles. You know that all is mind. All is mind so we can create it, right? Go back to two. What is it? Vibration? Go back to two. The law of vibration. Oh, no, that's actually three. Two is correspondence. As above, so below. As within, so without. All is mind. Everything moves back and forth from one extreme to the other. Polarity, rhythm, cause and effect. Gender, right, left, right brain, left brain. Emotional, logical. All is mind. We rise above it. Everything that is within is so without. Everything, all the chaos that's happening outside, it's reflections of what's happening on the inside. How we view everything that's happening right now is a reflection of our inside. Oh, the world's in chaos. The world's going to end. It's all the inner turmoil that's within you. I've I've seen it both. 
I've seen people freak out over this. People who are losing their minds. And then there's so many people at peace. People who see this as opportunity, as life itself. I've seen it both. It all depends on what's in. What is everything that's happening outside is bringing up. It's bringing up the shadow self. I said this in the last episode. It's bringing out what is within. It's the principle of correspondence, guys. It's the principle of cause and effect. Polarity. Correspondence. Rhythm. It's all there, guys. The spiritual path is the path of balance. It's balancing everything. Rising above that pendulum swing. Seeing it swing. Not being a part of the swing. Buddha called it the middle way. The middle way. Balancing in between the two. So... That's that, guys. Those are the seven hermetic principles. I hope I explained this good. I mean, like, honestly, as I'm, I'm like, okay, I understand this because I've studied it, but am I explaining it in a way that you can understand it is what I want to know. So tell me what you think about this, guys, after this episode. Write to me on Instagram. Uh, I know people are listening to me through Anchor right now, which is pretty cool. I heard you can send me voice messages. I would love if you guys send me voice messages. And then I can, like, put them in the episodes and then I could respond. That'd be so cool. Um, but, yeah, guys, uh, message me. Comment on the post that I'll be advertising this episode for on Instagram. And let me know what you thought about it. Let me know how you understood it. Or DM me if you didn't understand. And I can kind of explain it. Or you can just look into it yourself, guys. Because this is the thing, right? I'm talking about the Hermetic Principles, and so a lot of other people have talked about the Hermetic Principles. I'm learning this from other people, so other people have talked about this. But you can only stand, understand the vibration that you're vibrating on. So maybe you can't understand. Me and some other cr- person could be saying the same exact words, but you may not understand it from that person. Maybe understand it from me. You may not understand it from me, but you may understand it from somebody else. You know what I mean? So, it just depends. Uh, I hope I under- like helped you guys understand this well. And, you know, I'm telling you this, guys, because I want you to master your reality. I don't want you falling into the pendulum swing. I want you rising above it. I want you to understand that you are the creators of this universe. And live that shit up. Live it up don't fall victim don't be a victim don't be the effect anymore guys be the cause play the game don't be played by it and that's that (laughs) i hope you guys like this episode um i know i like talking about it. it was pretty it was pretty it was a good it was a good lesson thing for me it was good lesson saying it back because the more I, like, the more you teach, the more you understand. So it's like I understood it to the point that I can kind of try to explain it to you. But as I'm explaining it to you, I'm kind of understanding it more myself. Kind of like the gender thing. Like, before this, like, I had written, I was like, gender, okay. And then I have, like, key points, right? So it's, like, each law and then, like, main key points of each law. And then I just kind of go from there. 
But then, like, I was looking at, like, the key point for gender, and it was just, like, it's on all planes. But then as I'm talking about it, I'm like, wait, but then this, and then that. And that's just how it goes. That's just how it goes, guys. And it's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. So, I hope you use these principles to the best of your effect. I will... I'm going to list them for you right now if you want to write them down in your phone or write them on paper and put them in front of your face or just re-listen to this episode. But um, these are the seven hermetic principles that will help you move swiftly through life, that will help you master the universe you're living in to become the alchemist. Principle one, the principle of correspondence. I'm sorry, the principle of mentalism. Oh my gosh, the principle of mentalism. Study more into this, guys. This one's intense. All our thoughts create our reality. All is mental. All is mind. That's number one, the principle of mentalism. Principle two, finally, the the principle of correspondence. Principle of correspondence. As within, so without. As above, so below. What is happening outside is a reflection of what's happening on the inside. What's the bigger picture? is made up of all the little smaller pictures. Principle three, the principle of vibration. Everything vibrates. Everything. Everything is energy vibrating on different frequencies. Everything's vibrating on different frequencies. Principle four, the principle of polarity. Everything is dual. There are two extremes of one and the same pole. There are two different things, but they are one and the same, just differ in degree. Principle five, the principle of rhythm. Everything flows in, everything flows out. Everything goes up, everything goes down. It's a cycle, the principle of rhythm. Number six, the principle of cause and effect. Everything has its effect. Everything has its cause. Everything happens because of something else. It's the pendulum swing. It goes right because it came from the left. It goes to the left because it came from the right. And finally, the seventh, the principle of gender. Gender is in everything. And this isn't sex. This is nature. This is two halves of the same whole. This is the masculine energy and the feminine energy that we all hold within us. Too much of either throws us off balance. We must create the dance of the two within us. Those are the seven principles. Okay? I'll repeat them again real quick. With less detail. With less detail. Oh my God. With less detail. <laughs> um... I think I'm getting delirious, guys. Who knows? Um, one, the principle of mentalism. Two, the principle of correspondence. <laughs> I kept wanting to say it for all the other ones, and I couldn't even think of it for the second one. The principle of correspondence. These are the top of my heads now, guys. Principle three, the principle of vibration. Four, the principle of polarity. Five, the principle of rhythm. Six, the principle of cause and effect. And seven, the principle of gender. I hope you guys found this useful. I hope that you can use this to master your lives 
And, you know, all the things I studied, it was like, this is how we can become happier. And, you know, it's so funny because, like, the spiritual journey for me is not about being happy in life. Like, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are. Like, that's why a lot of people look for spirituality. Like, look for God. Look for some kind of thing that's going to make them happier. That's going to help them find happiness and fulfillment in life. That's why people come on to spirituality and to religion and stuff like that. But spirituality found me, guys. I can't say that, you know, it's it has helped me become happier. It's, ha- it's helped me become happier because I understand that everything happens for a reason. That I am not a victim. That I can create my own reality. That I am in control. That I am the master of this universe. That's why it's made me happier. And it's not an egotistical thing. It's because I know that I don't have to fall victim to stuff. I know that I don't have to be swayed by things and be under something. You have that sense of freedom. You have that... That, I guess that's what's made me happier. But it's also coming into alignment with truth, with my own personal truths. I can't say, oh, these are facts. Like, can I say these are facts? I only know what I've experienced. What I've studied comes into alignment of what I've experienced. When I first first, when I first found spirituality, I don't know if I guys told you the story, but I overheard, and shout out to my friend Fernanda, who, I don't know if she listens to this, but I overheard her talking to somebody. Like, me and her were friends. Like, we were in the same gym class, right? We were, like, cool, but we weren't friends' friends. Like, we were just cool, and we would talk to each other in the locker room and stuff like that. But we wouldn't, like, hang out or anything. That was the only class we had together. She was, like, in a grade higher than me or two grades higher than me. And I overheard her having a conversation about how dolphins are from space. She was trying to put somebody else on who just wasn't getting it. She was trying to put somebody else on, like, yeah, and then these dolphins are from space. But for some reason, when I overheard her talking, it sounded real to me. Like, it wasn't like she was saying it as, like, that it sounded like a fact. It just resonated with me where I was just like, well, this sounds crazy, but like, what are you talking about? This is, I was like, I'm sorry, what are you talking about? That's exactly what I did. And she was like, look up spirit science. And this is, I guess that's how she got put on, or I don't know how she got put on. But literally that day, I put on spirit science after I got home from school, and my whole world turned around because everything that I was hearing was internal truths that I didn't know I had. I couldn't help but saying, oh my God, this is so true. Like, true. I understand this completely. This all makes sense to me. I had that feeling within me. I didn't need the proof. Some people need the proof. Need proof. And it just, it goes way beyond that. Energy goes way beyond the physical, the material. That gut feeling inside, that intuition. That's what leads you to truth. That gut is what connects you directly to source. (laughs) It's funny. It reminds me of like, so there's like these Aoife priests. I don't know if you guys have, let me know if you've ever gotten this, but there's like Aoife priests or IFA priests. I don't know what you call them, but they're from like Nigeria and like their, their Instagram names are like Baba Wagaloo and like all this stuff. And they're like, "The, the ancestors have led me to you. And like, they always hit me up. Not like, every day but like 
once in a while, like, I always get all these different Aoife priests, and they they keep trying to, like, they're scams, guys. They're scams. I mean, like, don't pay for spiritual wisdom. Find it within. Everything you need to know about the universe is within you. As without, so within, right? Everything you need to know is within you. Don't pay all this money for spiritual wisdom and guidance, and it's unnecessary. Find it within you, guys. If you need help, I'll help you out. I'm not a master, but I soon will be. <laughs> But yeah, so <laughs> recently one just uh, wrote to me and was like, um, I was kind of messing with him too because I, I've, I've talked to them before. I'm not going to fall victim to their stuff. And they, they ask for like your WhatsApp number and stuff. It's so dumb. But um, they were like, come on, you know it's true. <laughs> like, that gut feeling you feel within you, that's how you know it's true. And it's so funny because I was like spitting my truth to him. Not like about this kind of stuff, but I was just like, I was also messing with him too because okay like if you read my blog I absolutely believe that it's not an ego thing guys it's not an ego thing it's a thing that I feel within my gut in my body but I'm here to fucking save the world okay whether it be through this podcast or physically I'm trying to study as much skills as possible so that I can be as useful as possible so that I can save the world so that I can know how to do everything so I can save the world basically in the most stupid version ever but if you want, I can, like, go super deep into it and make you feel inspired and stuff like that. But, um, <laughs> that's just how I'm saying it fast. But you can read my blog and you'll you'll get the deeper version of what I just said. But, um, so anyways, I'm, like, messing with him, too. And I'm kind of using that to, like, mess with him. So he's like, yeah, uh, so the ancestors are telling me that you need to uh, do a sacrifice or something and it'll cost you $85. So I was like... How dare you charge me? Do you know who I am? I am the chosen one. And like this is like my personal truth, right? But I was I was saying it just to mess with him. Like I it's it's dumb. It's dumb, guys. I know. I'm not I'm not there yet. You like I feel this within me, but I I turn it into like an ego thing. It's not an ego thing though. It's just I I play with it as because it doesn't sound real. I don't believe it, right? Like I feel it as my destiny, but then like it sounds like the fakest destiny ever. Like, how is that ever going to be a thing? But I feel it so deep within me. So I play with it because, like, I don't even believe it. Like, wow, I literally feel like this, but this is, like, the most dumbest thing ever. So, like, I play with it. I play with it. Um, so, yeah, I was like, how dare you um, charge me? Let curses be on you forever. And then he was like, but the gut feeling that you feel within is true. And it's so funny because as I'm telling him, I'm like... I am here to, like, save the world, blah, 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 that's, that gut feeling was what I was feeling when I was saying that, not when he's saying, oh, I gotta do the sacrifice, and I'm like, oh, this is true, I feel it within me, no, I felt that truth within me when I was telling him that I'm the fucking chosen one, that don't talk to me like that, like, I will master this reality, like, do you understand who I am? I am the master of my own universe, and that's, that's that gut feeling I felt within me when I was saying that stuff, which was pretty cool, because, like, I felt it within me, and then he also said, it's that gut feeling you feel within you, and I was like, fuck, <laughs> damn, so it is true, <laughs> but I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I'm not gonna get ahead of myself, but, 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 guys, yes, it's that gut feeling you feel within you, that is your personal truth, find your personal truth, I hope that this time for reflection and diving deep within yourself, I keep saying diving deep today, because I was watching Infinite Waters, he's like a YouTuber, and he goes like, infinite waters diving deep once again um i was watching his hermetic principle ones just so i could kind of like do a brief overview so i don't 
stumbled too much on this episode. But, um, yeah, I watched it this morning, so that's why I keep saying Diving Deep. But speak your truth, guys. Come into alignment with your truth. It's If this doesn't resonate with you, then it doesn't resonate with you. Maybe you're not living in the universe where this applies. You know what I mean? But it's universal law, guys. It's how the universe works. Once you master these laws and you master the laws of the universe, you can tread this life easily and swiftly. <laughs> like my spirit animal. <laughs> I posted uh, yesterday on my uh, Instagram about me, like my spirit animal being the fox. You know, your spirit animal is given to you. You don't like really choose it. I mean, you can choose it if you feel it within you and it like comes to your dreams a lot. So it chooses you or like somebody kind of gives it to you. So like it'll like appear in your life often or like in your dreams and tell you messages and stuff like that. Or somebody will, somebody will tell you. And that's what happened with me. Um, I just kind of like met somebody and then I think they asked me like if I can be, um, a person uh, an anime character that's what it was the human anime character who to be i was like oh naruto <laughs> because like naruto is like he's the og like he's the one who's gonna kick ass he's the one who's gonna save the world he's the one who saved the entire village of what are they kahona no it's like hawaiian i think it's kahona but um yeah i want you know i watched naruto i can't even kanoha I don't even know. It sounds more Hawaiian to me. And that's why I can't even, like, but Hawaiian's, like, kind of Asian, too. So, like, I don't know. I'm just rambling now. But anyways, she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Like, a fox. I think that's your spirit animal. You're a fox. And I heard that your spirit animal was given to you. So then when she said that, and then when she said that, I, like, automatically came into alignment with it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you're right. And then, like, my cat Haku reminds me of a fox so much. And then even my friend told me, like, your cat has, like, Naruto vibes. And I was like, oh. So, I, I just and then ever since then I've just come into alignment with the fox and it comes in my dreams it's just I I feel I am the fox da, da, da. but um anyways I'm just I'm I'm just rambling now guys sorry I'll cut this episode now those were the seven hermetic principles I hope you guys enjoyed this video I hope you learned something I hope you can use at least one of these principles to master your reality and if not master all of them um if you would like to look more into it just search up the hermetic principles. It's very everywhere now. It used to be condemned and, you know, you couldn't even speak about this kind of stuff. Um, but now you can. Now there's books on it. Now it's like you can read it online, watch YouTube videos about it. So it's great stuff, guys. Um, I hope you're doing well. I hope that, again, you can apply this to your life now in all in the most situations as possible. Hope you guys are living up to your greatest versions. I hope you guys are working on yourself. If not, that's okay. This is a... It's a very sad time. You know, people are dying. It's pretty sad. Um, so don't feel pressured. If you if you feel pressure from this, take a rest. Do what feels is best for you. Not everybody has to be working on themselves during this. But if you don't feel the pressure of everything that's happening, or you kind of do, um, don't worry about it, guys. All things pass. This too shall pass. Again, everything rises and fall is falls fall is <laughs> the pendulum swings it's gonna it's gonna clear up soon whether it be now or later um and it's just how the universe works i'm sorry but that's just how it is and we need to rise above it we can't be swayed by it so if you do have the chance and you do have the strength um to be working on yourselves dive deep in your studies right now guys it's it's go time it's time to rise to our greatest versions and to help the world um I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week this weekend. 
I hope uh, LA has been raining recently. I hope it keeps you comfy. I know it has been mine. You know, a lot of people get sad and depressed during the rain. That's okay too. But um, I really feel comfortable in the rain. I'm glad that I'm like staying inside and it's raining. I'm not like staying inside and sunny and warm where I want to go outside. It's very comforting, quiet, and calming. So I hope you guys are staying safe. I hope you have a beautiful week. I hope you stay wise, rise above, eat healthy, get get some exercise in, do some things. And I'll talk to you next week. Don't know what I'll be talking about, but I'll figure it out. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you don't already follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is Natalia of Earth, N-A-T-A-L-I-A of Earth, this planet Earth. And I love you. Namaste, guys. What is within me is within you. Peace.